0: Hello, hello.
1: Hot topic for you today, episode 187 How to Overcome the Fear of Never Finding Someone. And after both of us, well over a decade, hundreds, thousands of women, this is a big one for so many women, no matter how old you are, no matter what your circumstance has been. And the two things that pain me the most about this is one, Usually if you're afraid of never finding someone that leads you to choosing the wrong partner for you, because you're impatient and you'll just settle for the first person that seems like, all right. And then two, when this fear is running, this is one of the main reasons why dating sucks for you. And that's actually where I want to start because If you're dating, obsessing over the outcome, right? Are you my someone? Are you my person? Are you my husband? One, you're actually objectifying the person sitting across the table from you. And that's a really, really important thing for every person who's dating to face. Like we talk about men objectifying women for their body. When you sit across from a man and all you're thinking is, are you my person you're objectifying him. You're not seeing him as a sovereign soul. You're seeing him as who can give you the things that you want. And then two, the obsession over an outcome keeps you from actually focusing on who you are and what you're learning in dating. And we've said it 10,000 times, and we're going to say it again. You cannot control when your person arrives. You can't Stay away from the people who can set who are selling fucking programs like we guarantee your engagement in 90 days. Okay. That is not actually what one you want because you shouldn't be getting engaged within 90 days, but also. Two, the obsession over an outcome keeps you from actually seeing what's developing between you and someone else. And the fear that you'll never find someone is keeping you from actually making good choices for yourself, being connected to yourself, paying attention to your own life. And it's creating obsessions, addictions, and drama with dating. And then you're telling yourself that you hate dating, but it's actually starting with your own fear. So that's the reasons like why it's driving. And then um, we'll go into how to actually stop this.
0: Yes. Yeah. I know so many women, like even some of my closest friends have had this running in the past who who have extraordinary relationships now, but like, you know, I've had friends of mine that were single for 12 years and had shorter, more toxic style relationships and women who are powerful and beautiful and successful and happy and spiritual and all the things. And like, it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't mean anything about you. So I just, Mm. I I just, I just want to highlight it. It's it's almost like a holding, it's like holding pattern, right? It's a belief. Like when you believe that it's a holding pattern, it's like, you're, you're sitting in your car and you're revving your engine, but the car is not going anywhere. There's this, uh, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy you holding on to this idea that even just the w- waiting, where is my person? It's like live your live your life, sister. And if you're not living your life, like if, if, of course, if you have a job you don't like and you're surrounded by people you don't feel nourished by and you're you have you're so exhausted by the end of the day, you don't have time to do things that you love and you're you're like holding out for that special love. Yeah. You're the princess in the you're tower. This, Exactly. This fear is going to, this fear is going to keep you in that holding pattern. And yet there's so much more available for you. And you're, when you find whatever my person even means, like some of us are meant to journey with people for a long time. Some, some relationships, as we always talk about, some are a short time, some are a long time, some are in between. Every relationship serves a different purpose but my person, it's like that. It just makes me think of A Course in Miracles and how they talk about the the ego love is special love. And I'm waiting for my special person. Like even there's so much pressure on that. It's like, Ooh, there's my person. I found my person. You're my person. It's just like, oh, how about you're your own person? I'm my own person. And of course, you're going to have ex- extraordinary, meaningful love. And you might have a person that you adventure your life with for many, many, many years. And if you do, that's amazing, hopefully with the right person. But it, it's, yeah, it's, the, it's like living in your fear about it is actually energetically keeping you unavailable for it. Like that's Amen. so many of yes. the things that we're, Like that our, our saboteurs trying to control that, like you said, I'm so happy you said that this is out of your control always. There's nothing you can do to, to create, even manifest all that shit. Like you're, if, if that's what you're doing, you are actually creating it. So if you, sur- if you practice surrendering and when the fear arises, just know it's just a part of you that's afraid that you'll never find someone. And that part just needs a little love and needs to feel her feelings. and needs a little coddling, be like, my love, I'm your person. I'm not going anywhere. We, we got each other, you and you. And then when the-, the aligned partnership comes along, you're not like, oh, thank God, there's my person. You finally arrived. And like, it's not hooked into your anxiety.
1: I'm thinking of so many beautiful episodes we've had in the podcast of people who've talked about the getting to the place of this is something I want but then being unattached to when it arrives mm-hmm. um like Dr. Valerie, right? And and the place of and and look, I get this for those of you that like long for this so bad. This is a difficult thing to do, but it's yes. all ego based, but To say like, I'll be okay, even if it doesn't happen, is actually what creates the energy for it to happen. Yes. And that's the kind of catch 22 of life in general. And my personal problem with law of attraction and manifestation shit in general is they people you're set out to believe that the universe is like a mail order bride, situation. Like Amazon. Right?
0: Yeah. It's like Amazon. Okay, or, it and then worse, like the flip side of that then is
1: like, and if it's not happening, you then shame yourself for thinking you're doing something wrong and because yes. you're not attracting it or manifesting it fast enough, you know, or
0: there's something wrong
1: with or, you. Or, or Right. Exactly. And that's, that's the pain rather right. than, you know, life is You're allowed to want this, right? This was something that I wanted, and you have heard my story before. The reason I believe with all of my heart that it happened as quote unquote as fast as it did with Andrew is because when I started dating, my prayer was, I am willing to wait until I'm 80. And I meant it for the real thing because I wanted the real thing. Mm. And that level of detachment. Is what is 100% why it happened as fast as it did, because the course in miracles also said those who are certain of the outcome can afford to wait and wait without anxiety. So there's a difference between, oh, my God, am I going to find someone? Am I going to find someone and being in that energy? And you know what? I know that I'm meant to experience extraordinary love. I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't know when it's going to happen, but I know that I'm going to do my part in showing up for it. And this is where I think the podcast, our epic podcast comes into play, because what does the fairy tale teach women? That you are just waiting in a tower for someone to come and slay dragons and come and find you. And that somehow means something. And the fairy tale also teaches that women have nothing to do, that you just sit on the sidelines and hope someone picks you for your team, right? Rather than. Are you doing the work to actually open your heart, clean up your childhood wounds, learn how to speak your truth, learn how to set boundaries, learn how to communicate with respect, learn how to manage your own triggers. There's actually skills that are needed in order to create a great relationship. And that Mm -hmm. is my biggest problem with the fairy tale and why it breaks my heart for so many women, because usually the woman is really wrapped up in this fear. She's actually not doing true inner work she's mostly just doing manifestation bullshit that has nothing to do with her making herself available for love because my it wasn't just oh this is something that i want and i'm entitled to it like do 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 i'm entitled to you're not right it was oh wow i looked at my my patterns in love i was like jesus you have some shit to clean up Catherine. (laughs) before you know i i was on again off again with my ex for three years i had to clean that up to then become the kind of person that was aligned for the kind of person that my husband is. Right. And we talk like that's what being aligned is, is like, am I actually an energetic match for what I say I want? If I want a mature, high quality, communicative, emotionally available partner, am I available? Am I available for that? I was a 27 year old. Okay. First of all, I do joke about this with Andrew because he's like, there's no way I would have met you if you were living in your old apartment, okay? I was 27, living in a one-bedroom apartment with two other women. <laughs> like, yeah. this this place was like so, const- so energetically constricted, so um, closed, so, like, in- I was immature inside of it, right? And my going to Hawaii and finding a new place was for me, by the way, I wasn't doing those things like so that I meet my husband, energetically saying, I want to mature and grow and stop this pattern with my ex and clean up how I'm living my life. And then from that place, I started dating. And I'm thinking about who you've now attracted in Greece. Like we don't even have to say, like, it's like all the stuff of you actually overcome the fear of never finding someone when you stop obsessing over not finding someone and instead become a like focus on, am I available for the thing that I want? I can't control when it arrives. But I certainly can control if I'm receptive to it at all when it becomes even possible for yes. me. So that's actually the magic of overcoming
0: it. I love all of it. Like you had a program, I think you had ready for love was one of your programs, right? Yeah. You yes. had a program called open to love was the first one and then ready for love and ready for love. That's ex- I love you, everything you just shared because... it's even inherent in this title, Oh, how to overcome the fear of finding your person. It's like, there's a destination here. We think like, Oh, once I found my person, then what, then what write it down Mm -hmm. right now? Like, then what, then I'll be happy. Then I'll be successful. Then I'll matter. Then I'll feel worthy. Then I'll be chosen. Then I'll like, what, what is that going to do for you? Because do you know how to have a healthy relationship? Most people don't, You You might look at your friends who have happily ever after weddings that you go to and, you know, great relationships on Instagram and they might share bits and pieces with you. But the reality is most humans on planet Earth don't know how to have a healthy relationship because nobody taught us how and all of us are just a bunch of wounded children. In relationship, replaying our parenting dynamics with our partners until you have an awakening, until you learn that there's another way, until you learn that you can clean up your side of the street. And like we always talk about, we don't have control over when it comes, we don't have control over the other person, but you have control over how you show up in your life. And when you are on your own, this is the time to, yes. like you said, to clean up and to build a life you love and to get yourself to a place where you feel so filled up by your life that, that it doesn't matter when it comes. Because if you're still hooked into that I'm never going to find it. Oh, then you're. that's, that is just a young part of you because you're still waiting for something on some level. And if you're waiting, you're also simultaneously pushing it away. So I think about like last year, no, two, mm-hmm. 2022, 2022, or beginning of 2022, I was in Mexico and my friends recently reflected this to me. I was in a place where I I actually couldn't even imagine being in a relationship again. I said to, I remember being in Mexico with my girlfriend and I was like, I don't, I just can't picture myself. Maybe I'm meant to be with a woman. I actually went through that inquiry because I was like, I can't picture a man on planet earth that could be aligned with what, what I would need in a relationship. I'm a free spirit. I'm traveling a lot. I'm living, you know, following my heart. I need deep emotional intimacy in my experience. All the men I've dated do not have that, do not have the ability to to have that one boyfriend I had did, but it was boring because it was too intense. And, and so I was sitting in this place of like, I cannot even see it. I can't imagine it. And I don't even know if I want it ever again. This is me like during the podcast, this is like, just a couple of years ago and not even a year and a half ago. It was like
1: 2022 was last year.
0: (laughs) Okay. But it's July time's (laughs) going by really fast. It it was a year and a half ago, January, January, 2022. So I was sitting in this place and I, and then I actually had a tarot card reading and she was like, great love is coming. You're moving to grace. and like, you're going to have the most epic or you're moving, whatever. She's like the most epic love is coming. And I was like, I even said in the reading, oh, I don't want a relationship. And she was like, "Well, you're gonna want it when you meet this man because you're gonna love him so much, love being around him. He's gonna bring so much to your life." I should listen to it again. It was so beautiful, and she fully described my partner now to a T. So that's where I was sitting. However, even though all of those things were going on, I was still open to it. And we and I'd say, "And if love comes, here's what here here's what I'm available for. I want." emotional intimacy. I want love. That's like heart connection, beautiful conversations where I feel seen and loved and I feel met. That's what I want. Cause I don't care. And sexually as well. And I was really clear. I'm like, I don't care. I don't need a partner to survive. I don't need to play house with someone that maybe I will one day, but that I just got out of a seven year relationship. So that was certainly not my priority. And here I sit a year and a half later with. That relationship. So, mm-hmm. the key of this is like I still had the stories, but the stories weren't, I, I'm a victim of it. It wasn't like I'm never going to find it. It was like I just can't picture it. Mm-hmm. And if it comes, you know, if I'm meant to experience it, here's what I'd like. So, maybe that's a great little structure for you if you want to manifest. Like, how do you want to feel? Say, what do you want to Yeah.
1: Because if you're in the fear of not finding someone like think you say this all the time, right? Like, where is your attention? What are you focusing on? And so what's I want to amplify what Kate said is she focused on what she was available for, not hope it comes. What if it doesn't happen? I don't know if it's going to happen. It was if it comes this is what I'm available for. This is the truth of my heart. And if you're obsessing over the fear of not finding someone, usually you're not at all clear on what you need. And 100% of the women that I have worked with over the past 11 years have no clue what they need. Yes. I have no clue how to ask for what they need, have no clue how to believe in what they need because they've never been taught. They've only been taught how to settle. They've only been taught how to accept breadcrumbs. They've only been taught how to be grateful for the bare fucking minimum and mm-hmm. the work of letting go of when it happens, but anchoring into what do I need? I have three, three clients right now that I worked with several years ago. Like they started their work with me several years ago and all of, they actually are all friends. Um, And three of them have been messaging me that now this year they're moving in with their partners and they've met their, their person. But you better believe four years ago, we were working together. They were in angst about, is it going to happen? When's it going to happen? But they all did long-term deep work of anchoring into who they are, living their lives during all this time and focusing on their own happiness and joy. And of course, all of it happened totally unexpectedly. And all of it happened when they rose. And like the, again, the, what's that phrase about water? Water seeks its own level, right? So I'm going to keep coming back to, are you an actual energetic match for what you say you want? You're not when you're in your fear of it, when you're obsessing over the destination. like And also, by the way, uh, if you've listened to the past few episodes, Kate has been so vulnerable and loving around sharing what her and Patricia are going through in the beginning of getting to know each other and that their triggers are coming up and, and how it can, it actually isn't just a one moment that you chase, you then have work, yes. right? So this is why the preparing for love, right? You don't have time. And this is the last thing I'll say, because this was my truth. I didn't have time to obsess over whether or not it was going to happen when my focus and energy and attention was all on loving my life right and and healing my heart and being a, and knowing what i was available for and raising my standards and raising my own i know i'm going to be i don't ever use these words but i'm going to say it like the energetic vibration like raising who i was in the world to no longer show up as a wounded little girl but show up as a woman because i was i can still like see andrew on our first date in his three piece suit like so so handsome so like someone who deeply cared for himself and, and this is still who he is, like cared for his life. Me a year prior to that, there is no way I would have, this man would have been interested in someone like me because I was such a mess inside, you know? And so it's that place of you overcome the fear by not, no longer obsessing about the fear and instead turning toward your own life and who, and who you are, cleaning up your own inner wounds around love and developing the skills so that when it's time, you know how to actually navigate it. Not you can lock it in, but you know how to navigate the falling in love phase. You know how to deepen, right? You you keep saying that at Patricio, every time it's you deepen. You have to know how to do that. That does not happen through osmosis despite what the bullshit fairy tale has said. So that's it for me.
0: Yeah. Otherwise it just reinforces all your faulty beliefs about yourself that you're not good enough, not lovable, not worthy. Like your wounds are leading your relationship. If it is the fear of not finding the person and then trying to find the person. And also guess what? So that is the idea versus reality. And so you're in the fantasy of like, will I ever find my person? Okay, so guess what's that? Well, guess what comes after that? You find them, then what? Your mind's going to go to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, is he ever going to commit? Are we going to have a next date? This is my person. Is he going to say, I love you? If your anxiety is leading, that's how it's going to go. When's he going to propose? When are we going to get married? When? And that part of you is going to rob you from experiencing the actual relationship which will lead to one of two things you end up marrying a sociopath which i've worked with a lot of women who've gone down down that road or like you know some yeah. sort of some sort of un, unhealthy partner mm-hmm. choosing <laughs> or you just miss your relationship and you wake up one day so disconnected from yourself because you've been chasing the idea of the thing as opposed to living your life and and trusting that in reality when i am getting to know me, building a relationship with me, getting to know the real person that you're going to be with till the end of time, that's you, and falling in love and learning how to live from the sovereign woman because she's inside of you. She's always been there, but you've been living from little girl. If you're doing all these funky survival patterns in love, these younger parts of you are leading. So like Catherine's talked about, like this is what needs to be cleaned up so you can learn how to date, how to have friendships from the sovereign woman, how to work from your sovereign woman, how to do what you love from the sovereign woman. And then when the sovereign woman meets a relationship that's juicy and amazing and keeps deepening and deepening and deepening. She lives in a state of trust, right? I'm in a beautiful relationship. And we talk about things like, are we going to like have a baby? Like that we talk about baby, not plural, but I'll probably end up having twins if I have a baby just because I'm trying to control that. But we talk about that being a possibility. We talk about the possibility of getting married mostly because I want an Italian, but no, I was kidding. Um, but we talk about the possibility of these things, but like it, it's, it's with an open palm. There's an openness to it. It's not an attachment to, okay, when are we getting to that next phase? Cause that's the thing that we do because we're here to do the thing we were taught to do. It's like, oh, I wonder what that would be like. I wonder, and we have these beautiful, conversations, but then there's this trust and that's, and I've learned, I mean, I didn't Mm -hmm. wake up like this. I used to live with chronic anxiety and not trust anything and try and people please my way to everything in my life to try and feel safe, which led to just feeling like a mess. And now I live my life by following my heart. What's my truth. What do I, what lights me up creating a life that feels amazing. And so, but based on that, I I've learned to trust life. So I want to plug, and I, I'm sure you said that was the last thing you were saying, but I'm sure you're going to have one more thing to say
1: on this, <laughs> but I want
0: to plug like b- b- building a spiritual practice of some sort. If you are a woman who does not have any connection to the divine, to the universe, to source, to the force, um, Star Wars, may the force be with you, to you know, something, God, goddess, whatever, it doesn't matter what you call it. If you are a woman who does not feel a, a connection to something else, life supporting you, and you think it's just on you, you're gonna stay stuck in your fears when you're dating and you're not gonna break free. Like you, that trust piece and learning how to trust life. And what the the beauty is when you follow your truth the new truth. You follow your heart. You make decisions that are hard, like leaving a job that you hate. And it feels so scary, but your heart is just like, screaming at you and you leave and then you get to experience how magical life is then all of a sudden you get a phone call and the right thing the next opportunity shows up and you end up in a completely different industry and you end up doing what you love and like life is so beautifully divinely orchestrated but we miss that if we're trying to control it so if you don't believe and following your truth will help you believe because you can't not see the synchronicities and the magic that is available to us but it's not up to you. Like the divine is orchestrating your life. You just have to stop trying to control it and get devoted to yourself. And when you're devoted to yourself, you get to see how deeply devoted life, the universe, God's spirit is to you and to you having a life that you love. Okay. Do I have to say one more thing? (laughs) 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 Because this, this is the prayer like
1: thy will be done. Like that that's the prayer. You you are allowed to desire what you desire. Like I could cry, I am gonna cry about this because Madeline's birthday was yesterday. So my baby is one, my baby is one. And I mean, I got married at 30. Let me tell you, I had a plan to, I wanted to get pregnant right away. That's what I wanted. But instead my husband got unbelievably sick and we spent two and a half years helping him heal. And the agony that I had during that time, because it was against my plan, this wasn't the plan, <laughs> was <laughs> something that I really had to wrestle with. But I, Andrew healed. Like, I, instead, I, I grieved. I did my work. I learned how to be present with what was happening with my husband and recognized that I can't control my life. Andrew got healthy. We moved to Charlotte. Madeline was conceived. In extraordinary health, extra. It was actually like one, I'm gonna cry because it was the most magical night of my life. Yes. Her conce- I knew I was pregnant when it ha- when we had sex when it happened. I knew her soul had come into my body. Mm. And yesterday, I got to sit and make Madeline's cake with my husband and mm. celebrate her birthday in a brand new home. So this this prayer of Thy will be done. Because now I'm saying that prayer over our next child like that will be done. I can't, I want, I would like to have the same surrendered experience of it happening again in the way that Madeline happened, not from force. And this is it, right? Yes. We only live in a culture where women are forcing, controlling, pushing, performing, you know, trying to perfect their lives. And then you have a bunch of robots. Then you have robots parenting by the way. Yes. And don't get me started on the shit that I'm seeing about parenting right now from the women who just want a baby and treat it like it's a doll Rather yes. than a sovereign soul who actually has their own life to live, I for, you can't control your kids. By the way, in case you forgot, but I, I love that. Like this is you. You know, when I think of God and the divine, it's like the relationship with love. Like you don't yes. know love, in unless you have a spiritual life, because what you're praying to, what you're cultivating, is actually ecstatic, true, divine, unconditional love that can't be found in a man. It can only be expressed through an open heart hearted channel that you have something to give and they have something to give because you each have faith. And that was actually something that was a non-negotiable for me. I knew I couldn't date someone who didn't have faith. And I wrote in my profile or in in, in conversations, it's like, you don't have to follow a religion. You don't have to have a strict dogma, but you have to believe in the power greater than yourself. Like, that's the only way that this can work for me. So I wanted to offer that of like another way to overcome the fear is like develop a spiritual practice and develop that prayer. Like thy will be done. Like I'll do my part right? Of, of doing the inner work that is yours to do and opening your heart and not living from fear and not living from your protective patterns. And then the rest is up to, to the universe Thy will be done. That prayer will shift your mindset. So freaking fast. It actually brings peace to my heart when I even say it now about any of the things that I want for my yes. future.
0: Yes. It's like to, to quiet that chatter and that fear of the mind. It's, it, it is, yeah, it's learning how to trust life. You're so supported, and I, I have to add to this story because I've been on the journey with you. It's so beautiful because we didn't even really know each other, and then all of a sudden, bam, we're creating the podcast. Right when Andrew got sick, and you the guys middle were in Boston. Time you were living in Boston, which wasn't aligned, like Madeline's soul wasn't going to come in then. And then you moved to North Carolina, Andrew healed, you created this beautiful container, this beautiful life. And then of course the soul's like, now I want to come in, that feels way better. And, and, and then I want to add one piece. Like if you don't believe in the magic of the universe, I was at a retreat in September, 2021. Oh God! And I, <laughs> there was a woman there who is a dear friend now. She's, she's a psychic and she's like a big deal psychic and in London. And she, we were playing this game called the guru game. And because she's actually a psychic, I was like, Oh, I'm going to write down what she tells me. And one of the first things she says is, who's Catherine? She knows nothing about me. And I was like, Catherine, my podcast partner. And she was like, okay, well, you need to know that a baby is coming. A baby is coming really soon. And so you need to know that everything's gonna be okay. You're gonna have to carry the podcast for a little while, but everything's going to be okay. Your podcast isn't going to make it and Catherine's going to have a baby and be a mother. And I was like, what? And I called you. Like, If you do not believe in magic, you got pregnant when? One October month later? 2021. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and that was month. September. One month later, I have goosebumps everywhere. If you do not believe in the divine, get a proof of magic journal and write okay. down everything that happens from this point forward and everything you remember in your life that's happened like that. These magical synchronicities that are inexplainable that people will be like, oh, this is a coincidence. Like that is the magic of the universe, of life, of God, goddess, divine, whatever the hell you want to call it. The force field. May the force be with you. Magic is happening. You don't have to work so hard. You don't have to Mm -hmm. control love. Love is coming and you are love. So come home, baby. This is the time. This is the time. Stop looking for it outside yourself and aligned partnership will come and meet you there. Amen.
1: Gosh, I forgot about that. Yes. We love you. We hope this message really like was a healing bomb for your heart. Like that's how I have felt as we've talked, you know, like like, we're wrapping a blanket around you if you're afraid and keep listening to this, you know, listen to this episode over and over. Do your work, right? So that you're available for the right match and share the episode with anyone else you know who needs to hear it.
0: Until next time. Until next time, we love you. See you next week. Hi, it's Kate. Thanks so much for listening to the New Truth Podcast.